everyone. We just want to let you know that the Hockey Podcast Network has partnered with Tankathon and Cool Hockey for the NHL Draft Lottery Contest. So uh, here's how you enter. You go to tankathon.com slash NHL. You click Sim Lottery to create a 15-team simulation. You then screenshot your favorite outcome, and then you submit your entry by commenting with it below the post. Uh, you can find that post on the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter page, as well as retweet it on ours. Uh, and then what you do is you make sure to tag a friend and retweet the post, uh, one entry per account. If you get all 15 teams correct, uh, you can win a $200 gift card courtesy of CoolHockey.com. And uh, for all other rules and information, uh, check out the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter page. Thanks, everyone, and uh, enjoy the episode. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Grip for 60 podcast, the uh, Hall of Fame edition, question mark? Sort of, yeah. Not that we're going into the Hall of Fame or anything. No. No. But, uh... Hall with, of Infamy, yeah, if anything. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but, with, you know, still the NHL on a holding pattern of sorts, uh, due to the coronavirus, uh, we're coming up with different topics to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I thought it would be fun to talk about players that should or should not be in the Hall of Fame. By that, I mean, like, current players when they retire. Now, I figure there are certain, like, locks to yes. to being in the Hall of Fame, right? Like, I'm not going to... I don't think we really need to waste that much time on whether or not Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin are Hall of Famers. Correct. Right, and, you know, players like them, or, um, you know. But what about players that are more along the fringes? Because I thought that would be more fun, and it would be, we'd have some good, passionate arguments, maybe. Uh, I mean, we can start off by saying, I don't think anybody on the Jets is Hall of Fame material. Probably not. I think the closest we have so far, so far, I mean, I'm not going to say they're not in Hall of Fame material, but I think most of these players don't, haven't been playing long enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the only one that really has played that long is Blake Wheeler. Yeah, but even then, he's not, he's not, not really. sniffing the Hall of Fame. No, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, Mark Shifley, maybe at some point he's in some sort of an argument. He's, 26. Right. But, I mean, so he's, he's, he's taken off quite a lately. Bit to go. Right, but I feel like he's closer than, than Blake Wheeler is, Maybe. 
Blake Wheeler there's, is just a... Just, he's just even a with Mark Shifley, there's so much that he would have to prove between now and then to get in. You know? Like, how much have we really seen of Mark Shifley? Like, how, I mean, how much... How much Hall of Fame, like, skills have we really seen from Mark Shifley? Right. Like, I'm not saying that he should be, but I, I still feel like he's the closest out of any of the Jets. And it's and it's worth noting here that I'm a... I'm not a... I'm not particularly a Mark Shifley fan. Um... I think he's really good. Right. Maybe but a little overrated. My point was still that I think he's the closest thing that they have. <sighs> Unless, like, Connor Hellebuck Connor just, just does this every year for the next, <laughs> like, ten years. In which case, yeah, he's I like, don't even think he would need... I think he would need, like, a, a few more seasons of doing this. But, I mean, the good news, though... If, if, I mean, if... I mean, and the caveat would be they would have to win a cup. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I... Don't really know. Roberto Luongo is going to be a good test to see if a goalie cannot win a Stanley Cup and still make it into the Hall of Fame. Because goalies are weird, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when it like, comes to the Hall of Fame. But, I mean, I think Luongo could have a good argument to still be in there. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I mean, I think I, think I would put Bobby Lou in the... In the Hall of Fame, I would I, think, I would think so too. <clears throat> I think, and yeah, I think. Let's see who else. What are some other goalies? Well, well going back to kind of Hellbuck though, the big advantage for him though would be he's twenty six right now. You know, winning a Vezina at twenty six. I mean, it's pretty good. Pretty cool. In order to get into the Hall of Fame, you need like some level of or some sort of hardware. Mm-hmm. Well, and but I mean, just a single Vezina, I don't think does it. No, but it's a good sign at least. And to get that Vezina, he's going to have to make the playoffs. Yeah, maybe he didn't win the Vezina the couple years ago when he was really good, did he? No. no. Uh, but that being said. Do you have anyone off the top of your head that you want to talk about real quick? Well, thinking of goalies made me think about Marc-Andre Fleury. I was wondering if we were going to do this now or wait a little longer. Let's do it, it now. Let's get it Let's get it over with now. He's... Now, my question for you would be, do you think he... Do you think Luongo has a better resume than Marc-Andre Fleury? Yes. Why? Yes. Uh, I don't know that he was the better goalie. That, I, I mean, Roberto Luongo... He was he was one of the top goaltenders. He was better during Flurry's career. <laughs> like they played in the same the same like timeline basically. And Luongo was just a better goalie. I don't know how to really say it other than I just think Luongo was really good. Flurry, how many times does Flurry's name show up on the Stanley Cup? I don't know. Uh, yes, it does. It's his name on the Stanley Cup three times. Three times, yes. Yes. He gets credit for, like, one and a half of those. What do you mean? Well, he wasn't really good in 2009. Yes, he was the starting goaltender for the team that won the Stanley Cup that year. Correct. But his save percentage was, like, 909 or something. Like, horrible. In reality, he should have gotten it. um, Or, in reality, like, his performance in 2008 was, like, way better. Like, he was, like, a wall in 2008. 
and then 2009 didn't play as well, but whatever, it didn't matter because he makes yeah, the so, memorable Game 7 save and the Penguins win the Stanley so, Cup. So I think this is a flawed argument just for this reason, is that he's had some really good seasons. Just because they don't align with the seasons that he won the Stanley Cup doesn't make it less of a Stanley Cup resume. Right, but Flurry was never one of the league's <clears throat> elite for an extended period of time. Yes, he was in the Vezina uh, running a couple years ago in Vegas' first year. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he's never really been in the running for any hardware. Uh, and it's really hard I mean, for but goalies it's hard to for get goal- in. I mean, it's hard for goalies to win anything other than a Vezina. Right, but I'm not even... If he's not in the Vezina There weren't running. even... You know who else isn't consistently in the Vezina running? Who? Henrik Lundqvist. He's going to make the... What do you mean? The, he's not consistently he's in the Vezina He's not consistently run. in the Vezina. He's consistently probably one of the top five goalies. Or top ten goalies in the league. Right, but like... But he's never the best. Lundqvist was consistently up there, though. Like, even if he was having he, a top three, or he's having like a top five or a top yeah, ten. Yeah, correct. Flurry was not that level. Oh, and I'm not, I'm absolutely not saying that he's as good as Henry Lundqvist. Henry Lundqvist is absolutely going to make it into the um, Hall of Fame, but I do. Th- I hmm. And I will. Admit, I, I know I said that Luongo would get in. You know, Luongo didn't win a Vezina, but Luongo is still a better goaltender for an extended period of time. I would. Mm. Right, but, like, the thing with Flurry is that mm-hmm. people, like, point him at him as, like, wins, because he's in, like, the top ten for wins or something like that. Which is great and all, but, like, yeah, well, when you're playing with Crosby and Malkin for, like, 90% of your NHL career, you really only need to give up, like, no more than, like, I don't know, three or four goals a game, right? <laughs> yeah, but... And here's the, the the thing that I was going to mention with the one and a half Stanley Cups or whatever you want to, however you want to count it. I, I don't think you can just, because Matt Murray played really well down that stretch, I don't think you can discount um, the what Fleury did to get the Penguins into that, that position. I think right, but you can't. Also I think just you, give I don't think you just you can't just say, well, it's he, not really three cups because he did some he did he was a significant part of those last two cups, whether he was the goalie down the playoffs or not. Right, but still, he wasn't. I don't, I, I don't know. To me, you can't just say, "Oh, well, he won three cups." I'm like, but he didn't. He played in one playoff game that year. But he was so good for like long periods of time in that season. I mean, he was a decent goalie for a, a lot of seasons, but that doesn't get you into the Hall of Fame. I, I love Marc-Andre Fleury. He, he's a great guy. I hate that he plays for Vegas now instead of the Penguins. But he's not a Hall of Fame goaltender. And I refuse yeah. to admit that. Fair enough. I I just, I don't see it. I like the fact that Hockey Reference uses VEG for Vegas. Yeah. It's like when, he, it's, it's like when um, ESPN like waivers between using um, Jack and Jacks yeah. for the Jaguars. I think they also Well, go... CBS uses Jack. Oh, do they? Yeah. I thought ESPN also used, like, some weirdo, like, abbreviation for Columbus one time. I can't remember now. I think it was CLB. Oh. I'm like, who? No, no, no. one uses CLB. 
No. You say, when you talk about the Blue Jackets. It's CBJ. You just, everyone just no. calls them CBJ. Columbus Blue Jackets. Even CBJ. Blue Jackets fans call themselves just CBJ. CBJ I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I, don't, I don't actually know any Blue Jackets fans, but that's also not like a... Not me, like, throwing shade at their fan base. I've just never met a Blue Jackets fan. No, I haven't met one either. But we all... I mean, I feel like Blue Jackets fans are pretty... Uh, localized to Ohio. Okay, so... I don't I don't think there are too many Blue Jackets fans roaming around Florida. We talked about Roberto Luongo. I'm going to bring this up because okay. I have to. Joe Thornton. Oh, absolutely. First ballot, right? Even if he doesn't win a cup. Who else is in his class? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is he? A, I mean, is he a first ballot without a cup? I think he's absolutely in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's at least a no-doubter Hall I of mean, Fame. he's not one of the 100 best players of all time. Oh, yeah, I forgot the guy that's like... <laughs> oh, God, I'd have to look at the points race again. I forget where he is. But, I mean, after the nope. lockout, his 125-point season held up until... Uh, Kucherov's your last year has the yep. most points in a season. Nope, not not one of the hundred best players of NHL he, history. Not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Do you know why Jonathan Chichu scored fifty six goals that year? <laughs> why did Jonathan Chichu score? Because Joe Thornton assisted on like I don't know eighty percent of them or something stupid. Yeah. He, I mean, in all, I will defend Jonathan Chichu. He was a, he had like thirty goals the year before Jumbo came, good. and then like he. He was on it. I think he's had a pretty good start, and then Jumbo came along, and they just put him on the same power play unit, and they just scored, like, every time when they were on the ice or whatever. And, but, yeah, so, okay, so we're good. Joe Thornton, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, Joe Thornton is in. I feel like Thornton, Aginla, and Luongo are in that same class of, like, really good players who never won a cup, but I will no doubt, like, put them in the Hall of Fame. Yes, and I am going to throw a name in there, even though I'm convinced that he is going to win a cup. Claude Giroux. I knew you were going to bring this up. Claude Giroux. He's, he's going to win a cup, and I think once he does, he's in, right? It is really weird for me to think about, like, a player from Philadelphia being a little underrated. Really? Because I think about it all the time. Right, but, like, you don't really... How many people put Claude Giroux in their, like, top ten players? Not, not enough. Right. Like, I, I sort of feel like he just falls a little bit under the radar. Like, I wouldn't call him underrated. I would call it, like... I would say he's underrated in the city of Philadelphia. But I would at least say, that, like, if you look at, like, I hate saying this because it, it, like, pains me to say this, but if you, like, look at the points, right, like, Claude Giroux is, like, always, like, right in there. He's always, like, mm -hmm. right around that, like, point per game to, like, 95-point area, right? You know? Yeah. So, anyway, he's, but he's been the guy in Philadelphia for a decade, maybe. And it's just just because, you know, Flyers hockey was so mediocre for that time period. I, I just, I have a hard time saying, oh yeah, he's, you know, he's not going to make it. You know, just, I think the one thing that's missing from his resume is... Some sort is, of hardware. Is a, is a cup, right? And the problem is that he's thirty-two years old. <laughs> well, he's he's gonna win the cup in the next few years. It's gonna happen. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm afraid though with Giroux, people are gonna lump him in that like really hall of really good. No. And it's all I don't know. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Giroux is tough. 
I don't I don't really know if he gets in. But I'm trying at to... least he's a really good hockey player. I will I will admit <sighs> that. Would you put him in? I'm gonna hold out and say no. I think I think he's right around. Okay. I just I just don't think like when people think of players from his era, they're gonna think like Crosby, Malkin. They're gonna think. Are you like, really gonna Kane. put Malkin in the Hall of Fame over Claude yes. Giroux? Yes. Why? Yes. Why are you putting Malkin in the Hall of Fame over Claude Giroux? Because I don't, Malkin's the better player. Malkin is not the better player. What do you, uh, are you kidding? Uh, no, I'm I will not. fight you. Physically. <laughs> I I just do not agree. With oh! What? Malkin is a second-line center at best. What are you I'm talking about? <laughs> I say that because he plays with Sidney Crosby. Um, the, the Flyers had to. The Flyers Listen. had to. The Flyers had to move Sean Couturier up to the uh, up to the first line so that Drew had uh, fewer responsibilities as a winger. I will fight you. <laughs> oh, are you for real? Evgeny Malkin is over a point per game in his career, and Drew isn't. I honestly didn't know he was that good at points per game. Also, Malkin has a bunch of cups and a okay. Smythe. Does Malkin defend? And a Calder. Look at how much more hardware Malkin has. He plays for the Penguins. He plays on the team with Sidney Crosby. Yeah, and he's also just a machine oh. in the playoffs. The dude had like thirty. Okay, points. that is an unfair comparison to bring out his playoff performance. He has a heart trophy. When Claude Giroux has had only a few teams make it into the playoffs, and those teams are out in the first round. Okay, great. And when he was in the playoffs, it was 2010, he turned into Claude Giroux in 2010. 2012, he had amazing shifts against Malkin, or against his team anyway. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Who, who, was, the, who was the goaltender for the Penguins that year? It was it was Marc Andre Fleury. Okay, fine, <laughs> sure, I will concede that point gladly. I don't care. Uh, oh man, you're really gonna put? Yes. I don't know why you're so mad about this, other than you're a Flyers fan. I'm talking about the Penguins. Actually, that's exactly why you're mad. Hmm. All right, Malkin we're, is we're not to... the better player. All right, we're, time out. We're gonna pause here for. A brief message oh. from our, our brand new sponsor from uh, Manscaped here. So we're going to pause here and we'll come back. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. If you're anything like me and you're just not a neurosurgeon with a steady hand, you probably neglect what's below the belt. Luckily, Manscaped has us covered. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just really... Ugh. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered controls. 
This episode is sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. If you're anything like me and you're just not a neurosurgeon with a steady hand, you probably neglect what's below the belt. Luckily, Manscaped has us covered. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and just released a new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And when I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code THPN, let me repeat, THPN, at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Okay, coming out of that break, I hope you enjoy that product and or service. Um... I do have a, a list of Manitoba-born hockey players. Oh, man. Okay. And I want you to tell me whether or not they are going into the Hall of Fame. Do we want to go, like, uh, like speed round, or do you want me to elaborate? Um, some of these I think were going to be speed rounds. A lot of them I think are going to be speed rounds. Now, there are a few that I think we might be able to have a discussion Is this Is this going to be, do I think they should be in, or do I think they will be in? You can decide. Oh, boy. Because I've gotten us this far. Okay. Give us both, if we're doing speed rounds. Okay. Jonathan Taze. I think yes on both accounts. I I think that... I think Taze is overrated a little bit, but when you're the captain of three Stanley Cup winning teams within, like, six seasons or whatever... That Blackhawks um, team, yeah. I mean, I don't think yeah. it's really much of a question. Well, like, at the peak of it, I think the argument is that at the peak of his game, yes, Jonathan Taze was one of the best two-way centers, if not, like, the best two-way center in the league. I think the better question is how long that peak was. Oh. Because I think in recent seasons, yes, Jonathan Taze is, like, overrated. Do you, do you think um, playing as long as he has is maybe hurting his case rather rather than no, if he I had... No, I don't think so. Okay. But, anyway... Go along with staying with that team, Duncan Keith. I think for sure he goes in. Yeah, I think he gets in, too. I think for sure he should be in. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I I, I because also can't help but feel he's probably also a little overrated, as with the rest of that Chicago maybe, team. Maybe, but I, he's such an important part of that team. Like, even, I mean, I know it's hard to evaluate defensemen, particularly a defenseman like Duncan Keith, where he's... I mean, he, he had a bunch of points, but it's not like that was his his biggest contribution. So I think we have a, an issue uh, evaluating defensemen, uh, but even with but that, that's been that's been an age old problem. But. Well, even I mean, even with that aspect, I think he meant so much to the other teams in the locker room or the other players in the locker room that I, I don't I don't think Chicago is as successful as they are without him. All right, so. Here's the thing, though, is that he... Let me see. Yeah, he won 
three Stanley Cups and two Norrises, he's getting in. Oh, he also has a Consmite, too. He's definitely getting in. And also, the thing is with the, with the Norris is that, like, as soon as you win one, like, you're basically a shoe-in. Unless you're Doug Wilson. That's, that's, yeah, that's my, a good point. That's my argument, is that I think right. Doug, Wilson, Doug Wilson should get in the, into the Hall of Fame twice. Well, <laughs> do they have his bust, like, next to each other? Yeah, just yeah. There's just, it's the there's, same bust, there's, but there's, like, yeah. gray hair on there's, it. On the other there's one. two Dougs staring at you. Um, Alexander Steen. No. No, are you kidding? No. I He's, well, he's only got 622 yeah, points. Yeah, no, he's not. All right. No. Okay, so after that, we get into very, um... We get into very, um... We're, we're going to be projecting quite a bit here. Okay. Mark Stone. Oh, that's... I really like Mark Stone. I do, too. Uh, but the problem is, one, he's not a center. For whatever it is, I, it's so much easier for centers to win, uh, like, hardware, whether it's Con Smythe or Selkie. It's so much easier for centers to win awards, which, granted, like, playing center is harder than playing on the wing, but, uh, I'm gonna go no. Uh... I think, again, we're in this category of we need to see something else from him. You know, like, not that – I do really like him as a player. I think right as he stands right now, he's in the hall of very good. Um, but as as his career progresses, I feel like we'll have a better grasp of whether or not he can be a hall of fame. The thing player. with Mark Stone that people forget about, though, is like people always talk about Eric Carlson's performance in 2017. Mm-hmm. Which Eric Carlson's also getting into the Hall of Fame, but uh, <laughs> could. Um, but Mark Stone was so good that year too. Yeah, people kind of forget about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis Zajac. No. Okay. Played played for a while, but no. Cody Eakin. No. Keep going. <laughs> Michael Furland. No. Um. Ryan Reeves. No. No. Rebo. Maybe He's the Hockey player. Hall of Fame of fighters. I, I think we might put Ryan Reeves in the Hall of Very Good. No. What are you talking He's you a talking star. About? Keep going. Uh, Travis Sanheim. No. Well, maybe. No. <laughs> uh, mm. You got any other good ones? Well, I think Travis Sanheim would depend on how the Flyers do in the playoffs. The... Stop. Okay. Stop. No. <laughs> Calvin Pickard. Seek help. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. James Reimer. No. 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 You good? Uh, that's the, uh, yeah. Are you, are, you, are you done with the softballs here? <laughs> well, we're. I mean. Brett Howden, no. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I've pretty much named all the guys. If we're putting Brett Howden in, we might as well put, <laughs> put in the whole damn league at this point. Uh, Dmitry Kulikov. <laughs> You're in the Hall of Fame now. Uh, Steven Stamkos. He's not from Manitoba. Stamkos. That's going to be tough. If Stamkos doesn't win a cup. If this Tampa Bay Lightning team I, does I, not I think, win a cup, I think Stamkos is going to end up in the Hall of Fame, regardless of if they win a cup. I don't. I don't really think that you should, do, you should do, tie whether or not a player's well, Hall of Fame material 
on their team's performance. Like, do you I, think... I, I think you need to take it into consideration. I think it's a very... I mean, that's, that's why you play the game. You have to take that into consideration. Right, like, I think it... I think it helps, right? But I, I don't really think you should be penalizing people for, oh, your team wasn't good enough to win a cup. I'm mostly saying this because I mean, I'm a Joe Thornton apologist, <laughs> right? Like, I can't be like, oh, yes, uh, winning a Stanley Cup is super important to win or to make it into the Hall of Fame. But also, Joe Thornton is no doubt a Hall of Fame. All right, I'll, I'll pose another question to you. Go on. Patrick Marlowe. Hmm. S- sell me on Patrick Marlowe. I was going to say, I can't really, because Patrick Marlowe is one of those players who was never an elite player, but he was just, right. like, good for a long period of time. Yeah. Never won any hardware. Never won a, never won a cup as of this recording, though hopefully if we get another season back. Come on, Penguins. Um, <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> but... I don't know. Maybe there is room for someone who is just good for a really long period of time. Like, Patrick Marlowe, like, I can't remember the last time he missed a game. Right? Like, he, he was a big Iron Man. He was, like I said, good for a really long time. And also, like, if you look at uh, where he is on, in points, he's pretty high up there in terms of uh, all time. So I guess my question would be: Are we can we are we tying Patrick Marlowe to Joe Thornton? I don't think so. I mean, I can I can see why you would maybe, but I I don't think that it should be one of those things where either they both get in or they don't at all. Okay. What about what about this question? If um, that being said, if, 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 Joe, if, if Joe Thornton isn't getting in, Patrick Marlowe's not getting in. Well, that was my, my question would be is, if if Joe Thornton never played for the Sharks, would Patrick Marlowe still have a Hall of Fame career? Well, first of all, did you see that article that came out? Brian Burke was saying that when he was the GM in Anaheim, that they had a better trade offer than what the Sharks had mm-hmm. at the time. I, I, I heard something about it. I, hadn't read, I haven't read he the article. He said that... Basically, like, Joe Thornton was almost a duck. That would have been super weird. But... uh, Patrick Marlowe, like, before Jumbo got there, like, he was, like, a decent player. Um, I I can't really recall how much they really played together, though. So, I think, like, regardless, Patrick Marlowe was a good player. I think I'm leaning towards Hall of Very Good. Yes, I would also agree. I don't think I don't think Patrick Marlowe is a Hall of Fame player. No, he's an all-time like good guy, all-time locker room presence. Sure, but he's a also one, he's a one also, dad. Yes, he's also a great dad. A one dad, very lovable guy. I'm going back to Steve Stamkos for a minute. He has two Rocket Richard trophies. Yeah, yeah. In the OV era, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're getting into the Hall of Fame. In 2010 and 2012, so going back to Ovi, that's like peak Ovechkin. Right. My only thing with Stamkos is that, like, you always think of him, like, within the top ten, but never in the top no, five. Yeah. Right? Or at least recently. I think going back closer to when he first entered the league, or closer to what we might consider to be his peak, um, I think then he would probably be in the top five. But more recently, probably, you know, if we think back to his last Rocket trophy was 2012, I think 
between now and that trophy, I feel like, yes, you're right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, 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 sort of, I sort of feel like... I don't know. Like, Samkos is also in that category of, like, when I start naming the league's best players, like, I do kind of forget about him. <laughs> Maybe that's just on me, but, like, my list immediately goes to, like, you know, Crosby, Ovechkin, McDavid, you know. I haven't thought this name through all the way, but I want to um, ask you about Justin Williams. No. No? No. No. Okay. No. Fair enough. I'm That's just not. Um, I mean, yes, he's Mr. Game 7, you know, all-time playoff performer. About... He's just, he's not getting it. Mike Richards. No. Okay. Um, oh, I forgot that Josh Williams does have a constant wife. I forgot he played for the Flyers. That's fair enough. Oh, he was there for four years. I should know that. Yeah, I knew it was at the beginning of his career. You should know that. Uh, I was telling you that he's a free agent in NHL hits. Oh, yeah. Yay. Probably worth signing him in NHL hits. He's one of the few guys left on that game, so... It's like him and Jumbo. Joe, Joe Thornton. And I think Chara, too. Patty? Patty's not on that game. Yeah. Which is weird, because, like, the year before, like, he didn't really have, like, that bad of a year. He was, like, 40 points or 40, 50 points. Yeah. Which is usually enough to get you in that game. Yeah. But no, they had to have stupid Brian Marchman in there, and... Because he's the, he's the Sharks goon in that one. Oh, okay. He's got, like, no stats and everything but checking Checking and toughness. Checking tough and, yeah. Like Donald Brashear on the Flyers. Yeah, or, um... Oh. Rob Ray and uh, Bob Probert. Mm-hmm. Legendary uh, tough guys. I'm going to be making up Rob Ray. He's a real player, but I don't think he's actually in the game. Okay. Um, how are we doing on time? We're doing pretty well. I, I think we can do one more if you want. One more. I'm trying to think of. Is uh is McDavid in what I'm calling the Lindros category of even if McDavid had a bunch of injury problems from here on out, Hall of Famer? Um, <clears throat> probably. I think probably. so too. It's just. I mean, I, I would think so, just given how much, I mean, he does for that t- team, but, I mean, it's it's just weird for me to think about, because he's so much left of his career, probably. You got, uh, you got anything left in you? Uh, I'm trying to think of another, oh, jeez. Nice job, Another Rob. Another name, well, I thought I was putting on the table, and my eyes closed. Um... Uh, I mean, we didn't talk about Patrice Bergeron, but I think he's pretty easily in there. Probably, yeah. I think I'm good. Okay. I can't think. Somebody's going to yell at us. I don't know. I mean, like, this isn't a definitive, like, list of all of the current NHL players that we think will make the Hockey Hall of Fame or should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. This is just the list of people that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Like, Marc-Andre Fleury, who's definitely not a Hall of Fame player. <laughs> I think I'm probably going to agree with you on that one. I just like trying to argue the other side. It's just... I get why people love Marc-Andre Fleury. He's just not a Hall of Fame goaltender. And that's okay! Like, there are plenty of good goaltenders who are very likable who are also not in the Hall of Fame. There's nothing wrong with that. It just... I just... I'm just reminded of the fact that... Uh, 
they chased Luongo out of um, Vancouver for Corey Schneider. Yeah, and then they chased. Well, well, no, they they got rid of Corey Schneider first. Well, that's okay. Fair enough. And then well, I was uh, trying to remember why he left. Well, I mean, to quote Luongo, my contract sucks. No. Oh. That was uh, he was supposed to trade at the 2013 trade deadline, and he didn't. And when uh, <coughs> asked why, he's like, my contract sucks. <laughs> so yeah, and then that was the year where he and Corey Schneider. Uh, were the one-two, and they go into San Jose and get swept with both of them just getting like lit up. It was a very satisfying year. First time the Sharks ever swept somebody, by the way. So there's that. So I'm gonna start. Okay, one last one. Okay, Tavares. If Tavares doesn't win a cup with his current resume, Tavares is difficult. <laughs> Not because it's John Tavares, but because I just keep thinking he's, like, really good players, and I'm always like, yes. Like, my initial urge is like, yes, yeah, right? I'm right. Like, John Tavares. He's one of the, one of the big... League. Yeah. I feel very comfortable in saying that. But then I'm like, I've put so many people into the Hockey Hall of Fame in this episode. <laughs> I don't know how many people from this era are actually going right. to be in the Hall of Fame. Right. But that being said, like, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. He's probably he's one of the best players of this era of hockey. Like I feel bad that he had, had to spend so much time on the island because they did nothing to Toronto. Oh no, anything. And now he's in Toronto. Yeah, and you still got the like the angry Leafs fans who are like, yeah, Tavares isn't worth it. We're paying him too much money or whatever. Like the reason why we suck is because we spent whatever ridiculous amount of money on Tavares. Like no. No, it's not. That's not a reason why you suck. I've thought of more goalies. Oh, no. Tuka Rask. <sighs> Maybe. I... I don't know. That's I, another tough one. Because goalies are weird. Goalie... Well, yeah, goalies... Goalies are weird for a number of reasons. But... I mean, he's definitely up there. In terms of, like... His era and where... The goaltenders of his era were. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does have a Vezina. This is true. Didn't he win a cup with them? Yeah, but Tim Thomas was the star because that was the year Tim Thomas went off. Mm-hmm. He had like a 940 or whatever that year, so, in the playoffs. Um, sticking with the Bruins, Chara. Yes. Okay. Going back to goalies, the other Finnish goalie, Pekarinne. No. Good, not great. John Gibson. Uh, no, for now. We'll give it some more time because he has a lot more time left in his career. Fair enough. Um, gets left. I'm going to go with no, mostly because I get him and Corey Perry confused. <laughs> What, I, like, I Corey Perry. It, uh, I can't separate Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff. <laughs> like, you asked me about their career accomplishments, I'm like, they were really good players on the Ducks. One of them's bald. I think that one's Getzloff. So I can't say that confidently. Now the ideas are starting to flow a bit. Tyler Sagan. No. Um, so then you probably also go Nell and Jamie Ben. Yes. Okay. 
You good? Yeah, I think so. You sure? Not entirely. I'm sure I'm going to think of something later that we could talk about. As far as Hall of Fame goes. Anyway, um, so I think that's going to do it from us. Uh, follow us on Twitter, like I said, at Gripper60. And, oh, sorry, it, at... Scratch that. Follow us on Twitter, at Gripper60Pod. You know, you can find us on Facebook there, too. Instagram. Follow myself on Twitter, at BFarrell727. Follow TC on Twitter, at TC underscore 904. And, yeah, so thank you for listening to another episode, and have a good one. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.